It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Um, the way I view things is, and, and just looking at it from that sort of childlike perspective, like life is a playground. Oh it's, my gosh, it's a I sandbox just that. that. Yeah, it, it's a sandbox and you can build and make anything you want. That uh, quote, uh, I think it's from Steve Jobs, that uh, if you look around you, everything that we call life was built by people no smarter than you are. That's very true. I'm excited beyond words to share this special guest with you today. Greg Clunas, host of the podcast Tiny Leaps, is one of the people responsible for helping me have the courage to try something new such as this podcast. His podcast was the first one I've ever listened to, and I feel that stumbling upon it was by no mistake at all whatsoever because he has seriously changed my life in a positive way. Greg has about 3 million downloads on his podcast. In addition to his show, he has a business, online classes, a blog, a program called The Lab, and he's recently put music out on SoundCloud. And now he has a book. And he's only 26. I talked to Greg about not only his book, but how in the world does this busy 26-year-old get so much accomplished? Greg and I both believe that life and this world is our playground. We address the issue about why, as adults, are we so afraid to try new things? Why do we dream big and do nothing about it? I hope you find this episode to be inspiring and valuable. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to your daily dose of awesome. My name is Cindy Liming. I'm a mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life. I love to spread positivity and enjoy making people laugh and smile. I'm here to share how thinking and spreading optimism and awesomeness has changed my life and to give you tips on how to spread awesomeness into every aspect of your life. My mission is to share the importance of kindness in order to drastically change the world. If you're tired of negativity and would like to spread more awesomeness in a playful way, then this podcast is for you. Let's get started. Hey, Greg. So I've been a longtime fan of your podcast, and I know you've accomplished a ton at such a young age. And how old are you again? I am uh, 26. 26. Wow. Okay. Um, And I want to touch base on your other endeavors, but first I wanted to talk about your book. So um, when I initially started listening to you, it was, you're actually the first podcast I've ever listened to. Um, Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And so is this like, is this your first book then, right? Yeah. Yeah. First book. And what inspired you to go for a book? So here's the thing. I um when I originally launched the show, uh the in the back of my mind, I knew there was going to be a book at some point. 
Um, and since I was a kid, I've always wanted to have a book. I, I talk about it actually in the the last chapter, uh, this dream I always had of, of sort of piling my family into a car and driving to uh, closest Barnes and Noble and like pointing at it on the shelves. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's always been a thing that I was working towards. And when I launched the show, in the back of my head, there was this idea that this could potentially be a book one day. Um, what I'll say is that I wasn't quite ready for that to happen yet, but the opportunity arose before I was ready, which is what always happens. That's um, and, and so, yeah, uh, last, so we are in November 2018 right now, like June-ish of 2017. I got a random email from an editor and they were looking to acquire a book based on the show. Um, and I'll, I'll kid you not, I didn't even have an idea of what the book would be. I had nothing. This was not something I was even considering at the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm a big believer that you say yes and figure it out. And so I said yes, and I figured it out. And now I have a book. That is so cool. So your book, I know it doesn't come out until like January, right? Sorry, say that one more time. It doesn't come out till January, right? Yeah, so January 15th. Okay. Um, and so is it, because Tiny Leaps, for anybody who hasn't listened to your show, but I believe me, I've told everybody that I know about your show, but for anybody that hasn't <laughs> listened to your show, what I really like about it was that it was just like small, totally doable things you can do every day. So is your book kind of like in that type of format? Yeah. So this was this was a big question I had to answer in the beginning uh, because I wanted to make something that uh, supported each other, but didn't uh, pull from each other so much that it felt repetitive. Um, and, and so the book ended up taking up a, a similar space, but but sort of tackling it from a different approach. And so uh, what the podcast does, uh, and, and this is just my view of it, is it sort of explores human behavior, <clears throat> human behavior as a whole. So uh, what is why is it that we know what to do, but don't do it? What are the factors that sort of lead us to not uh, take action? What are the factors that lead us to take action? And, and sort of what's going on in our life that if we can make these small little tweaks will allow us to move forward. Um, and, and that's sort of the core thesis that started everything where the book fits in is more so looking at a, a little bit deeper at that gap. So the fact that every single one of us, regardless of what the goal is, can sort of plot out a path to get there. And, and we have the knowledge and whatever we don't have, we can fill in with Google or YouTube or all of these different ways of getting that knowledge. But for mm -hmm. some reason, we still don't take action. Like what are the things that's stopping us from doing that? And once we learn them, and, and that's really the goal of the book is to try to explore that question and, and point these things out so that with the knowledge of what's going on, you can start to create a strategy that, that works around it. So do you think you've got that figured out for yourself? Like, do you know what stops oh, you? I mean, it seems like you keep going, but, <laughs> but I mean, do you know what stops you? I mean, everything I am, I am, um, it's some, it's, it's a continuous journey. Uh, sometimes I feel like I have it figured out and then the next second I, I just run out of steam. Um, for me, it's, I feel my worst when I'm not 
uh, making progress and moving forward and, and doing things. Like I, that's when depression starts to hit in. That's when anxiety comes. That's when stress comes is when I feel stagnant. And so I've come to, to learn for myself that I need to sort of compress everything into as short a window as possible and just sort of go, 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 go. Um, however, that is both a good and a bad thing. It's good that I know it and can sort of build my days around it. And that's what I try to do. Um, it's bad because the negative side to that is sometimes you don't ever stop. Sometimes you don't give yourself the break you need. Sometimes your health starts to uh, fall apart as a result of that. And these are the things that for me, I need to to be very aware of because as soon as those things kick in, I'm all of a sudden not as effective in this other area anyway. And and so being sort of that go, go, go mentality and having to do things um, can be dangerous if I'm not careful of managing my health and getting to the gym and meditating and doing all of those things that sort of keep the rest of me from falling apart. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, like I said, I've probably listened to every single one of your episodes um, and you seem to be very busy. So I'm just curious, how did you fit <laughs> the time in to write a book? <laughs> uh, very poorly is the answer to that. Um, <laughs> no, funny enough, a lot of it. So it was written in a span of about, uh, I had a total of six months to do it. I did it all in about four months. Um, and it was a lot of time staying up late. It was a lot. I was working full time at the, the, during that period. So, uh, I would literally be sitting and I live in New York city, I'd be sitting on the subway, heading into work and pulling out my laptop and writing. And, uh, I would be writing using Google docs on my phone. If I even mm -hmm. just taking like going and, and taking a walk in the middle of the day for five minutes and, and writing on my phone or using voice to write um, pretty much any single opportunity I could. Once I got really into it, any opportunity I could fill to to get it done is is where it had to happen because I just couldn't find it during sort of the regular uh, life. I was working full time. I was uh, building the podcast on the side. I was also building my business that is now my full-time income um, and a, a handful of other things. And, and so it really just had to fit into found time in all of these like weird places. Did it help you to have a, somebody putting a deadline on you? No, it actually made it way worse. Did it? Because <laughs> I feel like when somebody yeah. else puts a deadline on me, I'll get it done for that person. But if I put a deadline yeah. on myself, I may not ever get it done. So, say here's the thing, I, and this is a personality trait I've learned about myself. The minute I I feel like I have to do it for someone else, I lose all interest. Oh, like if, okay. if it's not me who's sort of determining it, then I just cannot get myself to act. So th the fact that there was a deadline on it, the fact that there was sort of a team waiting for it to to be done, um, it actually was the reason that. I procrastinated for the first two months of doing it and, oh and just gosh. did nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, so I've, I've had to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. So did you ever feel like saying, you know what, I'm just not going to do this. It's just not a good time. Did you ever feel like I'm just going to quit? Yeah. No, nope, that's good. not even once. Um, the one thing I'll say is, uh, so as you know, and, and for your listeners, uh, so my dad passed away October uh, 10th, 2017. And that was sort of right in the middle of book writing. Oh. Um, 
and he was the the person like my entire family is super proud super happy so on and so forth but he was the person who asked about it every single day especially when he was coming towards the end of his life um and and so i will say that after that happened uh there were moments where i didn't think i could there was never a moment where i didn't want to there were definitely a ton of moments and you can ask my girlfriend there there were moments just breaking down crying repeating i can't i can't i can't i can't um because i just didn't feel like i could write this thing every time i picked it up it i just had the memories of him asking about it the the uh feeling of knowing he would never be able to actually see it complete like all of those things would flood in the minute i started to write not to mention two of the chapters in the book talk very heavily about my relationship with him and and the last few months of his life and so um it got really hard but there was never a moment where i i said i want to quit there was just always moments where i didn't think i could do it at all yeah so you just you just powered through it and did it or did you ever take a break or um by that point i had wasted so much time in the beginning that i i couldn't take a break so i i mostly just I guess powered through is a word for it. It's more like limped through and uh, barely survived at the end. <laughs> so how <laughs> how are you doing though? Are you doing at this time? Are you doing pretty well? Or I'll be honest with you, I've been dealing with grief mm-hmm. myself, and I'm not going to go down that road right now. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, I think you've done two episodes on grief, and I can't even bring myself to listen to those just because That's I I have a hard time facing it. Um, mm-hmm. cause like my, my son lost his best friend and he's 17 just this past year. And it's like, I can't even have that resurface. So yeah. I kind of understand, um, where you're coming from, but so you're, you're doing better though at this point in your life with that. Sometimes, sometimes, um, we had his one year anniversary about a month ago and, uh, that period of time was definitely tough, but, um, I mean, it, it's past the point of sort of the constant breaking down out of nowhere and uh, much more in the, the state of, okay, well, coming to terms with, but um, it, it's, it's still definitely not an easy thing by any stretch of the imagination. Right, right. Um, okay, so I'm going to go on to something a little more uplifting <laughs> just because... Um, I could easily get sucked into, you know, the sadness of all of that. I, of course. you know, I have both of my parents, but I've dealt with a significant amount of loss this year. So I, I do understand to a certain extent. But anyway, back to your book, though. So I, I'm new to podcasting, as you know, and part of the reason why I dug my heels in for a little while was because I was really afraid to put myself out there. And I mean, I'm getting used to it, but often I think to myself, will anyone want to listen to this or why would they want to listen to me? Um, So my question for you is, have you ever gone through that? And what made you keep going anyway, if that happened? Uh, So yes, all the time. Um, To this day, I mean, my show, uh, it just purely for context, uh, does about a quarter million downloads a a month and uh, is growing very rapidly still. Um, to this day, I still feel like all of that could disappear overnight. Uh, and uh, it's just like, I, I can't stop now. I, I can't let this break me now when it's finally here. So um, 
there were definite, definite uh, questions of, does this matter? Why am I doing this? Is this something that that is important that anyone would care about? Um, and even after people started showing up, there are still those questions. Uh, but what I've come to learn is that you just can't worry about it. Because first of all, if your thing is something you enjoy and you're good enough at it and you focus on getting good enough at it, uh, people will show up and gain value from it. And and that's the beauty of sort of the independent side of the internet. Uh, and then second of all, if it ever does extremely well and uh, you start to feel that pressure of, well, can I keep it going? Uh, the good news is that if you're able to win once, you're able to win again. And and so that's not really a, a thing to to uh, be concerned by. And that's what I try to remind myself on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Um, yeah, I totally, I get that. Um, so, all right. So you have a podcast, you have a book, you have a blog, and then I saw that you've started the lab and you had an online class that I took. So what other projects are coming in the future? Uh, that is a brilliant question. Um, so currently, as you mentioned, I have the podcast, I have the book. Um, I am, am doing a lot more YouTube starting beginning of next year. Um, and and the lab is a very recent, but uh, something I'm, I'm very excited about. I also have my agency, Pod Simply, which is sort of where that course that you took came from, sort of the how to start and grow a podcast side of things. Uh, very big projects next year that I'm hoping to pull off. And if not next year, then definitely the year after they will be pulled off. Uh, I want to launch a scholarship that is focused on rewarding people who the high schools they went to mm-hmm. were in areas that based purely on the numbers, based purely on the the, uh, the statistics, um, even if they graduated and did extremely well in that school, they were only ever going to be able to have a certain kind of life. Mm-hmm. But yet these students still chose to work their ass off and, and graduate top of their class. Um, and, and so I want to create a scholarship that, that rewards people over the country for that type of uh, screw your odds mentality. Like I'm going to make it happen anyway. Uh, and, and that'll be done primarily through uh, crowdfunding, partnering with other creators who have a, a sizable audience and sort of all of us pooling our audiences together to crowdsource the the dollars for those scholarships. Uh, and then the second big project that I want to do next year is um, it's called Walk the Nation. And it's an idea I had about three years ago that uh, if you were to take the length of the United States from end to end, figure out however many miles that is, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, um, but could we organize a large enough group that cumulatively, by taking our 10,000 steps a day, uh, we walk the distance that would be equivalent to the length of the nation? Um, and if if we are able to accomplish something like that and the group is able to get large enough, could we then use it to raise awareness around a certain cause? And, and so for me, that would be early detection mechanisms for lung cancer um, or, or whatever some the any of my partners might be interested in doing stuff for. Um, but could we sort of 
both encourage people to take their 10K steps a day and sort of get more active. And as, as you know, Cindy, my big thing is less about changing your life overnight and more about starting to take these small little steps that help you identify as that type of person. Um, and, and so by taking those 10K steps a day, someone who is not active now starts to think of themselves as active and, and that theoretically leads to other changes in the future. Um, can we both encourage that and uh, by creating some kind of a movement and getting media attention around it, drive awareness to some some important issues? And okay. so that's the second big project. That's correct. I mean, I, when I think about you, because I know you just put music out too, right? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I don't know. I seriously, I don't know how you do it all. Cause like I get ideas all the time and then it comes down to like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I get scared for about a year and then, then I start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, so what would you say is your, like, what's your secret? Like if you could leave my listeners with one thing, like what is your secret? Because you know, I'm 44. And when I look at all the things you've done, like, I feel like, gosh, I'd be lucky if I got one of those things done in my lifetime, like to get a book done, I, I would love to do that. Um, but I know it can, it can be a long process. So what would you say is your, what's your secret to getting all of this done? <laughs> um, gosh, that is a good question. Uh, I think there's two things that contribute to it. Um, one is, and this is potentially a negative thing about me, but uh, it's something that thankfully I've been able to use as a positive. Uh, I am the personality type, if you believe in those things, that pretty much craves other people's um, recognition. Like mm -hmm. doing things and, and putting things into the world. The reason there is no fear around the negative side is I just... I, I need the positive side. Like I need that, that that's like the, the oxygen. And that's something that uh, I could definitely stand to have a much lower reliance on, but um, it's, it's always been the, the way that I I've worked. Uh, and then second to that, I was very lucky growing up in that. I think the standard thing that, that we sort of hear for those people who are entrepreneurial or creative or whatever it is, is the parents and the family and the friends sort of caring for them and through caring for them, uh, maybe telling them, you know, maybe you should think a, a little bit more practical or uh, go this route instead. Um, I was very lucky in that I've always had the opposite. Uh, my family and, and friends and, and parents, regardless of the insane thing that I would say or come up with, it they've always made it clear that they thought I could do it. They've always made it clear that that I was capable of, of doing that and not in like a motivational way either. It was purely like they stated it as though it was fact like, well, yeah, of course, you've always been that type of like that. That's sort of the uh, relationship I grew up in. And um, and I think from a young age that sort of instilled this idea that, well, I can have an idea and just make it immediately like what why wouldn't i do that yeah um, and, and so I, I really don't know any other way yeah i think because i'm a teacher and so and i've been reading and listening to pam grout and um she's got a really a lot of good books on bringing that i don't know what you want to call that but like we tend to tell children you know well you, you can't do that or that's that's ridiculous and i kind of i want to get back to that childlike um i don't know for lack of a better, better word like i want to 
I want adults to get back to that, like including myself, yeah. because really you only get one shot here. And I want to make the most of it. And I want to stop fearing, you know, what's everybody going to think of me and, you know, all of that other negativity. So that's like a lot of what my show is around is trying to bring that, that dreaming big back. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad you brought that up. And yeah. Speaking- and I love that because honestly, um, the way I view things is, and, and just looking at it from that sort of childlike perspective, like life is a playground. Oh it's, my gosh, it's a I box that. that yeah, it, it's a sandbox and you can build and make anything you want. That uh, quote, uh, I think it's from Steve Jobs, that uh, if you look around you, everything that we call life was built by people no smarter than you are. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Everything in our modern society was just constructed by another human. So why can't That's you do true. that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what makes me any different than any other human? We all, and there was another one, um, I forget, maybe it was. I don't think it was said about Helen Keller, but it was about Helen Keller that we all have the same 24 hours. Yeah. So, I mean, you just got to decide what you're going to do with it. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm just going to, we're at the end of our, um, our, our interview, but I did have some, like a couple fun questions I wanted to ask you just for fun. Okay. So, um, all right. So here's the first one. I hope you don't think these are too strange, but um, okay. So if you, ha- I was just, I was running these by my kids and they got a big kick out of this. So um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Speed. Speed. Okay. Yeah. So the flash. I feel like you have, I feel like you have that though. The <laughs> amount of stuff that you get done. It's just like, you should hear me listen to your podcast. Cause I'm like, really? I can't even, I cannot even believe we're doing something else now. Um, okay. So the next one, if you could give your 15 year old self advice, what would it be? Stop worrying so much. I spent a lot of time in my teens because I've been entrepreneurial since I was 13, even before that. Uh, but I spent a lot of time thinking that I needed to make it by a certain age, which at that time I thought I needed to make it by 21. Um, And that created a lot of stress that thankfully I've gotten out of and and I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. Now it is much more about play. But um, when I was younger, it was purely, I need to be grinding. I need to go hustle. I need to make this happen. I need to get to this certain income thing uh, all ridiculous expectations that a teenager should place on themselves. But, but I would tell him to cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Who has influenced you, influenced you the most? My dad. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, my parents in general, I would say, uh, a little bit of context there. So I'm an immigrant. I came to the U S when I was eight and, um, they had the typical immigrant story. So my dad's first job here was picking apples on an apple orchard. And by the time he passed, he was uh, pretty well comfortable middle class. Um, and, and that sort of come up journey, seeing what they had to do to make that happen, but being young enough that they protected me from having to do any of it. Uh, th- that's the biggest influence ever. Okay. Um, if you had an hour of extra time added to your day, what would you do with it? Ooh, that's a good one. What would I do? Um, with a whole extra hour, I would maybe probably you could, like, chill a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was about to say I would probably end up using it watching anime or playing video games. Okay, 
Okay. All right. Which so I already do quite a bit of. Okay. Well, that, you know, honestly, Greg, I'll be honest. That's good to know. Because I, <laughs> sometimes, and I do like a lot of your, um, I like that you're, a re- I mean, I know this sounds weird, but like, and you come through as a real person on your podcast. But at the same time, I'm like, I know he's a real person, but I still can't even wrap my head around how you get all this done. <laughs> but all right. Um, okay. So a quick round of this or that. So you have to pick one or the other. You ready? Okay. okay. All right. Beach or city? Beach. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Well done or rare? Well done. Comedy or thriller? Comedy. Book or movie? Oh, that's hard. I love. Okay, can I can I ask a question back? Yes. Am I going to the movies or am I just watching a movie? Um. Let's say you. Let, I was thinking more of it like okay, so like Twilight, for example, the Twilight series. That's it's a book, and it's. Oh, a movie. Okay, so okay, what okay. would you prefer? Book. Okay, Batman or Superman? Batman. Football or basketball? Basketball. College or pro? Pro. Walking or jogging? Walking. And that's that's my last one. So <laughs> I do want to say that this has been inspiring as always. And I'm so glad to have finally gotten to talk to you um, in per- Well, I guess not really in person, but in person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, yeah, yeah. I, it's weird because I hear your voice every day or every week, um, but you you don't hear anything I'm saying to you. <laughs> so I appreciate this, and I, I'm so thankful that you came on the show, and I know you're going to inspire even more people. Um, so if my listeners want to find you, where do you, where do you want me to point them? Yeah, and um, before that, let me just say thank you for for having me. It, it's in a real honor to to be here. And uh, for those of you listening, thank you for spending some time with me. I, I really, really do appreciate it. Um, if you want to get a free chapter of the book, you can do so by going to tinyleapsbook.com. Uh, that's tinyleapsbook.com. Uh, just enter your name and email, and I'll send it straight to you. And uh, if you're already listening to a podcast, if you feel like trying a new one, uh, just do a search for Tiny Leaps Big Changes and uh, give one episode a listen. If you hate it, send me a message on Instagram at Greg Clunas and say, hey, this was terrible. I hate you. You wasted my time. Uh, if you loved it, then do the same. And I'd, I'd obviously love to hear that as well. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's the easiest thing. If you want to talk to me directly, find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas, send me a DM and I typically reply. Okay, that's great. And then your book, it'll be out January 15th, 2019, correct? Yes, January 15th, 2019. It is available for pre-order now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you get your books, it's there. Um, and, And as I said, if you want a free chapter of it to sort of try it before you buy it, you can get the first 45 pages by going to tinyleapsbook.com. All right, Greg, thanks for being on the show. Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to see more information about my show or anything mentioned in the show, check out my new website by Googling your daily dose of awesome website. You can also send me a phone message on the Anchor app, and I'm on Instagram at your DD of Awesome. You can also search me on Facebook as Cindy Krause Liming. Cindy is spelled C-Y-N-D-I. Krause is K-R-A-U-S-E, and Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. And feel free to shoot me an email at yourddofawesome at gmail.com. I'd love to connect with you.